afternoon. That's how we saw Tristan doing some things with the trainers out there. Is he in play at all, you think, this week? Or? No, I don't think so. He's working to get better, but I don't think it's this week. The three DBs you didn't have Sunday were all out there to some degree. Is, is, it, is there any expectation that Winfield or Edwards or Jordan Bunting could play this week? Uh, Sean's ahead of the other two. Uh, he did some good things today. We'll see how he progresses during the week. Uh, Mike did some things as well. Wynn did some things. Uh, he's got to do more for him to play for me to see him. Todd, uh, field position uh, was looking in when you guys got the kickoff return from Tompkins on Sunday. That was the first time you started a drive in plus territory since week four. How much has the absence of takeaways, the absence of big returns, made it harder for this offense to, to get points and to get touchdowns? Well, it's all inclusive. You know, turnovers make it a lot easier. Field position makes it a lot easier. And then we got to capitalize when we get it. We haven't had the turnovers or the field position, so that makes it tough. Field position-wise, you know, a lot of kickers have been kicking it out of the end zone, but we got to return some punts that way and get better at blocking. We got a little jolt with uh, Tompkins in there, so we try to move forward from there. Coach, you're going up against a very talented quarterback in Joe Burrow. What makes him such a special player so early in his career? I mean, I don't have all the adjectives that everybody said about him. He's great. He's poised in the pocket. He throws a great ball all over the field. He can throw it any angle. He can make any throw. Uh, he has some great receivers to throw to. Uh, he has a good understanding of the offense in the game. He can take advantage of what you're trying to give him. He can run the ball when he has to run the ball. Uh, he can throw people open. He can use his feet. I mean, he, he has a knack for the game. Certain guys, when they come out of college, that young have a knack for the game already. He has it. Your one remaining uh, starter on the offensive line from last year, Donovan Smith, has six penalties now in the last three games, 11 on the season, the most in the league. Um, I know that he said Friday he's dealing with some personal things, and, and he believes he can finish out the season. But are, are the mistakes that he's making physically correctable for him? Yeah, they're physically correctable. We got to correct them. You know, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's costing us. Have you considered putting Brandon in there? We've considered everything, and Donovan right now is our best option. Got another uh, front four that's pretty uh, potent uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. What are you seeing with those guys? Obviously, you're coming off the San Francisco, uh, where they had the you know front four that that was pretty formidable. But I mean, what are you seeing with this Bengals line? Well, they're tough. They're very physical. They play hard. Obviously, DJ is a big guy. He's been doing it for a while now. They got guys on the edge that can play. They got guys in the middle and in the back end that can play. We're going to face a tough D-line every week. You know, that, that's the NFL. You're going to face one every week. So we just got to get ready to play, and we got to be physical, too. When you come off a game like San Francisco where it was you know, a blowout, does that shake the confidence with this team at all? What do you have to kind of say to these guys to kind of keep them focused on what's left? No, it's easier to get over, actually. You know, you get blown out. As, it's easier to get over as opposed to lose a close one. So we still have our 24-hour rule. We still have the division ahead of us. We know we have to play better, and that's ahead of us. So we're focusing on that. How close did Tompkins come to, to making a roster out of camp? He came very close. You know, it, it was tough between him, Geiger. You had Tyler. You had Scotty. You had BP. And there was a lot of guys that were close to making the roster at the time. At the time, Offensively, he just didn't know enough. And, and now that he's been through, I, I'm sure he's played a lot of scout team stuff, right? I don't know how much of your offense. Do you see a path to him uh, adding anything in terms of he's got speed and 
could use that. No, we'll, we'll use him. I mean, we have him. We'll use him. He can get in the game and play, and you shouldn't be surprised if he's in the game because he has a good feel for it, and he can do some things for us. Todd, on, on the weekly show with Casey, you said that, that Chase might be arguably the best receiver in the NFL. What does that for Outstanding hands, outstanding size, uh, very good getting off the ball. His catch radius is enormous. Uh, him and T. Higgins, actually, he can catch anything thrown his way. As soon as the ball touches his hands, he's getting upfield right now. It, it's rare to see somebody get upfield that quick with that size, and he has a natural knack for the game, and, you know, he, he looks great doing it. You responded to this question um, or a similar question on Monday about a report on the San Francisco Chronicle saying that, that Tom changes the game plan and that you guys aren't aware of these changes until until kickoff. Um, how, how would you rate your communication, though, with Tom when it comes to things that he does and doesn't like or any changes that he once made? My communication is great. We don't have a problem. What, what about Tom? Like, some people think, oh, he's, you know, we know his age and all that. Um, have you seen any physically or his arm or anything like that uh, declined at all? No, he's, a, he's exactly the same. It, it takes 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense to win a ball game. When things go wrong, it's not because of Tom's age. It's because we didn't execute it. Tom hasn't been sacked a lot this year. It's because he gets the ball out of his hand pretty quickly, but he's been pressured quite a, quite a bit. How much is that disrupting what you guys really want to do on offense? That Throughout the entire season, he's been pressured probably maybe more than he has in his two previous years here. I think anytime you disrupt the quarterback, it's going to have an impact on certain things. We got to block it better, and we got to get it out of his hands better, and we got to make plays more. You do that, and if we run the ball more, that takes some of the pressure off of him. So it's a collective group of things as an offense that we got to get better at, and we understand that. We didn't see Vita out there today. Is, is he in play? I doubt it. Uh, we'll see how he progresses during the week. Uh, if he's not out there by Friday, I would say no. Because he's been so great and so great for you over the years, uh, do you think there's a reliance at times of his teammates, Brady's, I mean, Tom Brady's, that, you know, he'll find a way, he'll win the game, when in fact those guys have to help him? Um, do you think they fall, as a team, you might fall into the trap of, hey, just hang in there, Brady will find a way to win the game? I don't think we've ever fallen into that trap. I know the defense has it, and I know the receivers and the O-line haven't. So it's a team game. You know, we need to help him as much as he helps us. It's all 11, like I said. We don't separate who to win it for, who not to win it for, and who to rely on. Hey, thank you. Thanks, Thanks. Yeah. Were you nervous on that? I mean, it's yeah, the first game. I, I was a little nervous the first one. I was, I was very nervous, but then, like, after I, um, you know, kind of got hit the first time and just realized, you know, this is football. It's nothing different. You spent a lot of time with Tom on the sides, maybe trying to get caught up. I know a lot of guys that are new he would bring in yeah. and just kind of work with him on the side. Just. Oh, uh, really, I, you know, I, I just asked the vets in my room, you know, more than anything because, um, you know, Mike and, and Chris, you know, they kind of, we, we all, you know, kind of understand things differently. So, you know, I just, I'd rather get it from them, the guys that are in my room who are actually, you know, doing it in front of me. Who was the uh, first one to talk to about the active? My mom. <laughs> yeah, definitely my mom. Yeah, yeah, she was excited for sure. Yeah. So, you know, contact out there. Yeah. 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 Y
you have one ball go out of bounds on you mm -hmm. and the loss of the handle there. Mm -hmm. Is it different when, when it's... Oh yeah, definitely. You know, because I'm used to just you know stopping like halfway, and um, you know, for the first time, just I had to, I know I had to get the first couple hits out the way, you know, and then like on the one where I fumble, you know, that's just like little things, just having the ball in the wrong arm, you know, understanding that like if I'm going to this sideline, I gotta have the ball in this arm. So there's little things I need to fix this week. Your career is well documented. But you've always been a guy that's overcome. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I just trust the process, you know, and um, I just kept on working. You know, that's the biggest thing. I didn't really worry about the noise around me. You know, I kind of focused on what only I could. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like that also helps me with my game, you know, too. Like um, just being able to be free, you know, and not have to worry about the pressure of messing up. And, uh, you know, so it allows me to actually work on my craft, you know, the little things that I need to work on. Your debut out west, and I get a true home game mm -hmm. from Fort Myers area. Take a request. What's that look like from your friends, family coming up? Yeah, you know, I got a lot of my family coming for sure, and um, you know, it'd be it's actually really good to actually get them to all be there, you know. So I want to actually do really good for them this game for sure. There's not too many guys that have your speed in a wide receiver, and a lot of guys are more possession type receivers. Do you mm -hmm. think that that's one element that you guys could maybe utilize your speed a little bit more? Oh uh, yeah, no, definitely. No, anytime you can get some speed on the field, you know, I feel like it's a, it, it adds an extra threat, you know. So, I mean, you know, I'm just waiting to see what they're doing. Um, you know, hopefully I can get out there and make some more plays for sure. Thanks, Devin. Yep. We'll take it from there. I think when you start looking at things from years past, or looking at the length of the season, or what's in front of us or the division and all that stuff, you get, you get away from what's important now, and that's beating Cincinnati. Since coming off your injury, you haven't missed a defensive snap out of necessity. Um, how are you holding up, for lack of a better term? I'm out there, so if I'm out there, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm, out there, I'm good enough to play, and uh, it doesn't matter. I'll give it all for the team. So whatever, however many my snap load has to be, I'll take it, and uh, hopefully I'm making good snaps for the team. What, you guys, what can you guys build on? What's, what's some of the positives that you feel are strengths of this team that you need to maybe build on for these final four regular season games? We've got a lot of good players, um, so we can build on the belief. We have a lot of guys that have won a lot of games in this league. We've got a lot of guys in this locker room have had success in this league, so I think we've got to be a good team together. So I just think it's just focusing on executing and play and trusting the guys next to us. But we have a lot of talent, and we believe in ourselves. We believe in our talent. That's not the issue. So I just think we've got to go back to believing in the, the actual play and just playing the place. With the expectation that you guys might be really, really short in the secondary again this week, how do you keep things from, from having those breakdowns? I know you're a big communicator out there. That, that seems like it's very big for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's just, I sound cliche, but it's taking it one play at a time. I, I feel like, you know, to talk about last week a little bit, myself included, there was times where things weren't going well and I was trying to chase plays and make plays for the team. Um, to get us back in the game or whatever that might be, but I can't make one play that's going to score 35 points. So I just got to do my job and, and um, communicate and execute for our team and stay back there and, and get people down. And, and whatever it is that play I got to do, I got to do that for the team and take it one play at a time and trust the offense and trust the guys around me to make the plays. And do your job first. To get over a, a blowout loss like that, it's easier to get over maybe a closer loss. I mean, what's, what's like on Losing in general is tough, man. Whether we're playing checkers, Monopoly, or a game on Sunday, man, it's a, it's not a good feeling, and uh, you got to do everything you can to, to not feel it again. How do you guys work on keeping Burrow contained and not letting him take over the game? Um, I, I think contained is a uh, you know it's a it's a 
issue that has to be resolved every week. You know, you got to make sure guys aren't getting out of the pocket and, and getting those extra few yards. Um, I, I think that we will uh, have a plan, you know, um, as we did last week, to have a guy stay in the pocket and make sure that he, uh, you know, can beat us with his arm. A couple of the guys we spoke to said not really focusing on the fact that you guys are leaving the division because you're not playing the way you want to. Is that how you look at it, too? Um, a coach once told me that um, if you can't play good against the teams in your division, you're no good to us. This was in my rookie year, and it stuck with me to this point because it's so true. You know, all those games count for two. So um, it's important to keep a lead in your division, and you can't discredit that. But we also know what type of football we're capable of playing. Robert, what are some of the uh, strengths that you, you feel this team can build on? I know, obviously, coming up last week is frustrating, but, but some of the strengths that have you have uh, a lot of talent, obviously, in this room. Yeah, I don't think there's a, a, I don't think I don't see a weakness in, in, um, in any position group on our team. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's um, playing to those strengths. I think that it's um, taking what you've built all offseason, what you built during training camp, and displaying it on Sunday. Uh, I know it makes it sound simple, but it really is that simple, you know? How do you lose, you know, when you lose a game like that to San Francisco, the frustrations or losing some confidence being shaken at all, how do you kind of flush that out of your system so it doesn't creep into the mind? It's one of the things that I preach to younger guys I preach since I, you know, uh, gained a, a little bit of wisdom in this league is that um, you can't let anybody take away your confidence. You know, whether it's um, in practice, in game, you got to make sure that you're operating a level where you can believe in the things that um, you put in the tank. You know, and as I was answering your question earlier, all those things you put in the tank in training camp, all those things you put in the tank when you were in the offseason by yourself training, you know, you gotta, uh, you got to believe in yourself. Uh, confidence wavering isn't something that you can afford in this league. Sweet, guys.